Hello, 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 beautiful, wonderful, smart, amazing people, and welcome, or welcome back to the Unfreeze podcast. If you are new around here, a special welcome. This is the podcast where what we essentially do is we take one self-reflective question every week and we unpack it, but we laugh and we have fun and we make self-awareness accessible to everyone because it is just the best thing in the world. It's literally a superpower. So today, the self-reflective question we're going to be talking about is, do you put yourself out there enough? And there are a few different reasons why I chose this question and why I am so excited to talk about it. The first reason is one of the questions people have asked me so much lately on Instagram and also TikTok DMs, which I didn't even really know were a thing. But suddenly, my DMs on TikTok are full of the question, how do you find the confidence to move abroad? And it made me reflect a lot on how I found the confidence to move abroad. Because two years ago, or even a year ago, I don't think I would have had the confidence to do it. And I think I'd be doubting myself and thinking I'm not strong enough. So I then started thinking, how on earth did I find this confidence? And I realized I've done quite a lot of work on myself in that regard and kind of trusting myself and my decisions and taking risks and not letting fear of self-doubt and fear of failure stop me from doing things. So I kind of wanted to discuss all of that in this episode today because I think it's so interesting and I think all of us have areas in our life where we could maybe develop a bit more confidence or put ourselves out there a little bit more. And the other reason I wanted to talk about this today is because it is the new year coming up. It's nearly 2024, which is crazy. In my mind, we're still in August. So I get a bit of a shock every time I look at the calendar and it says December. But anyways, that's kind of besides the point. If you've listened to the past few episodes, you'll know that I'm not a huge New Year's resolution person. They're just not for me personally, but totally to each their own if they work for you. I love that. But because loads of people are going to be setting New Year's resolutions around this time of year, and because a lot of people reflect around this time of year, which is amazing, I think we don't reflect enough, so all for the reflection. But because of all of that, I think it's really good to think about challenging yourself and putting yourself out there and taking risks and basically just living. And actually on that, to clarify what I mean by putting yourself out there, I mean it in a very broad sense. So it's kind of whatever you need it to mean right now or however you want to interpret it. So for one person, it could be about confidence socially. So maybe they want to put themselves out there with dating or they want to find new friends or they want to do new social activities. For another person, it could be about taking some kind of risks. So maybe it's moving abroad, moving house, maybe it's a new job. Not that any of that has to be risky, but I guess just changing things up and doing something differently. And for other people, it could be starting a project or a hobby. So maybe it's making an Instagram account, a YouTube account, or starting to get into art or taking dance classes, literally whatever you need it to be. And it can be mindset, it can be a wellness journey, it can be an activity. So to each their own, think about what you need right now. And also tell me what you're thinking about when you listen to this and what comes up for you. What way in which do you think you need to put yourself out there? I'd be so 
interested to hear this. And the other thing I want to say is that in the same way putting yourself out there is open to interpretation according to the rules of the Unfreeze podcast, so is quote-unquote enough. And what I'm referring to there is that the title of this episode is Do You Put Yourself Out There Enough? And when it comes to enough, there is no set amount which is enough. There is no set amount you should put yourself out there. You have to meet yourself where you're at. It depends on you as a person. It depends on your situation in life. It depends on what you want, like what your dreams are and what you're vibing at this stage in your journey. So for example, moving abroad is not for everyone. Not everyone needs to put themselves out there by moving across the globe. But I'm really glad I didn't do this two years ago because I wouldn't have been in the place to get the most out of this amazing experience. So meet yourself where you're at. The ways I wanted and needed to put myself out there two years ago look so different from what it is today. And equally, the way I need to put myself out there or the way I want to put myself out there is going to look so different to my friends, my family. It's so individual. So focus on you and focus on what you need and what you want. It literally does not matter what anyone else is doing. What matters is you challenging yourself in the way that feels right. This episode is not designed to put pressure on anyone, but it's more to inspire you to just think about the ways you can grow that little bit more because that is the fun in life. That is the spice of life. So yeah, I basically mentioned most of the things we're going to talk about in this episode. Confidence, risk-taking, following up on the things you say you're going to do, so keeping promises to yourself, not being so scared of failure or embarrassment, and I guess also working past the fear of judgment from others. So all of that is coming up. But before we get into that, some brief random Zoe updates. Well, actually, my main random Zoe update is kind of a confession that I am pretty good at not going on my phone in bed. However, I had a little slip, a little mishap the other night, and I spent so long scrolling, not on Instagram, not on TikTok, like most normal people do, but one of my favorite pastimes in the world, and please no one judge me, but it is to look up would you rather questions. I love asking people, would you rather, like, would you rather X or would you rather Y? And I put a Zoe spin on them. But anyway, I found a really good list online and I was just going through them and thinking about my answers to them. So I wanted to share some on the podcast. And this is a new list because I wanted to do ones I haven't thought about yet. But we're going to do three. And then please, can people send me your responses to these would you rather questions? Because I find it so freaking interesting. Okay, the first one I want to do is, would you rather be chronically underdressed or overdressed? I would dispute the use of the word chronically. I don't really know how chronically fits in here. But anyway, this isn't a literature review and I'm probably wrong and it probably makes a lot of sense. I would personally rather be overdressed. I, yeah, I I feel way more uncomfortable being underdressed than overdressed. It can be a bit awkward being overdressed, but then I also don't really care if people think I'm overdressed. But if I'm underdressed, I get worried people will think I haven't made an effort for them or I think I'm too good for them to dress up and all that stuff. So I would say overdressed. Okay, next one. Would you rather have everyone you know be able to read your thoughts 
or for everyone you know to have access to your internet history. I feel like my internet history would be so freaking boring. Like it's probably just, will you get food poisoning if you put hot quinoa in the fridge or stuff like that, that people would just read and think I'm actually quite strange. But then equally, I think if people had access to my thoughts, people would think I'm quite strange. So if they gonna think I'm strange either way, I don't really mind if they have access to my internet history or my thoughts. I am concerned that my internet history would be so boring for other people. Maybe it would be better for them to have access to my thoughts. I don't really know. I honestly don't have that much to hide. Okay, next one. Would you rather only watch one movie for the rest of your life or only eat one thing for the rest of your life I would 100% only watch one movie for the rest of my life I kind of do that anyway fun fact about me I literally watch tv shows on repeat don't ask why but it happens okay next one I said we were going to do three but let's do a final let's do a final one would you rather get a kiss or a hug every day I mean it kind of depends from who like I'm not going to take a kiss from just anyone I'm not even going to take a hug from just anyone but if it's going to be anyone I'd definitely rather a hug than a kiss but then if it's my boyfriend who's the only person I'm kissing everyone stay calm I don't know probably still a hug I really like hugs but only from select people as I say okay with that we're going to get into the episode please do give me your answers to those I'm so interested and we can do more next week if people like that because this is my favorite pastime that wasn't even a random Zoe update um I don't really have any random Zoe updates apart from like I'm still exploring Singapore and I'm going away for the holidays soon and I will take you guys along and I love you all. They're my updates. Okay, so we're going to get into the episode now, as I keep saying, but if you do enjoy this podcast, please do rate it. It means the world. And if you have thoughts, questions, queries, ideas, or if you have a would you rather that you want me to talk about next week, please send them to me on Instagram or TikTok. It's at wonderfullyzoe on both of those. And my website is www.umfreezepod.com. The first topic I want to talk about, which as you can tell, I get really excited to talk about, is confidence. And I don't just want to talk about confidence generally, because I have done a whole episode about confidence in the past, but we're going to talk about confidence in terms of putting yourself out there. So as I said in the intro, for one person... This might be about getting out there on the dating scene. So asking someone out or going on the hinge date or just being honest about your feelings. For another person, it's the project they've been thinking about. And for other people, honestly, I think putting yourself out there can just mean doing things differently from the crowd. So maybe it's choosing to have a night in when your friends are going out. Maybe it's choosing not to drink alcohol when everyone else is drinking. Maybe it is going to a yoga class, even though no one in your family and none of your friends are into yoga or same with a running club, like whatever it is. My big thing with this and the thing I come back to when I'm thinking about putting myself out there in my own life is feel the fear and do it anyway. And what I mean by that is, I think there's a misconception that people who put themselves out there or people who seem really confident don't feel fear. And maybe there are some people who don't feel fear, but I think most people feel fear. The difference with people who are out there just putting themselves out there and taking risks and doing those things 
is that they feel the fear and they don't let it stop them. So a friend of mine was recently saying that they wanted to start posting something they are passionate about on Instagram. And they were asking me, how did you get to the point where you're not scared to post on Instagram anymore? And by the way, I'm acting as if my audience is like 700,000 million. It's obviously not. But more the point is like, it, it is scary to post stuff on Instagram and to make yourself be vulnerable knowing that other people in your life are going to see it. But what I said to this friend is that the first time I posted something on Instagram about self-awareness and the first time I released a podcast, I was terrified. And sometimes I still am. I'll have episodes on the podcast where I feel like I'd be more open or I'd be more vulnerable and I get so nervous posting it. But I think the thing I come back to personally is realizing I don't want to live a life in fear. I don't want to let fear stop me from doing the things I know deep down I want to do. So I feel the fear and I do it anyway. And the thing which scares me more than posting on Instagram or posting the podcast is getting 10 years down the line and realizing that I didn't do the things I really wanted to do because I was too scared or because I let the fear stop me. And I totally realize it's a balance because I definitely don't believe you should force yourself to do things which don't feel right. And I never think you should put pressure on yourself to do something that ultimately doesn't align with you or you don't feel comfortable doing. I think it's more about not letting fear stop you when you know there's something you want to do, but you're scared. I also think it's really interesting to challenge where the fear is coming from. So going back to the podcast, I think the big thing which stopped me from releasing the podcast for a few months after I recorded the first episode is I was scared of what other people would think. But when I realized that was the main source of my fear, I was kind of like held to the freaking no, that is not going to stop me from just putting it out there. So once you start challenging the fear and you start unpacking it, I think it can be easier to confront. I also just think perspective is so helpful when it comes to putting yourself out there. Sometimes I just sit back and I literally think we are a speck of dust on a planet spinning around in the middle of a universe at this random point in time. It is all so random. You might as well just play with life and take risks and try things out rather than living small. This is why I don't want people to see my thoughts because they are very rogue and existential. But yes, the point is, I think perspective is helpful. And I say all of this, but I still stress about the smallest things in the world, like there being a crease in my duvet or my coffee spilling. So I'm by no means perfect when it comes to perspective, but it is something I really try and come back to because I think it is so useful. So before we move on from the topic of fear. One other thing I want to touch on is fear of failure. So many of us, myself included, are scared to do things because we can't help but think, what if it doesn't work out? What if it doesn't take off? What if I fail? What if I have to stop? What if I embarrass myself in front of people? And we'd rather just not try than run the risk of something not working out. And I think the biggest thing which gets in the way here is the ego. Because I don't think, and also like who the hell am I to comment on this, but whatever, I don't think we're actually scared of failing itself. 
I think we're scared of what other people will think if we fail or what we'll think about ourselves or what it says about ourselves if we fail. So whenever I realize that what's stopping me from doing something I want to do is fear of failure, I try and just tell myself to have more humility. Like failing is honestly what makes us human. We're not perfect. We can't get it right 100% of the time. We can't always have things work out. It's not a bad thing if you fail. It's all about how you interpret it. And I won't geek out on this too much because I could talk about this for 795 hours, made up that random number. Don't ask where it came from. But my favorite person who talks about failure is Robin Sharma. And I listened to him maybe like a year ago on the Lewis House podcast. And oh my goodness, that episode changed my life. He basically was saying that failure is the highway to success and you have to be willing to make mistakes to grow. And that just changed my whole perspective on failure. I really try, and I say I really try because I don't always get it right, but I really try see failure basically as something which gets you one step closer to where you want to be rather than something which is quote unquote bad or something we should be fearing and it's hard it's really really hard but I think that change in mindset of what failure is can be so powerful okay next thing I want to talk about is following up on the things you say you want to do in life we all have lists of things we want to do we want to go on the solo trip, the eat, pray, love trip. We want to move abroad. We want to start a new hobby, switch careers, whatever it is. But I feel like sometimes we all just talk about doing this stuff without actually taking steps towards doing the thing we want to do. So I'm really challenging you right now, right this moment to think about whether there is anything you have been telling people you want to do, but you've not taken any steps towards getting it. And the purpose of this little exercise isn't to make you feel bad for not being proactive or to make you feel lazy. Absolutely not. More what I'm trying to get across is that I am such a believer that we deserve to do the things we want to do and we owe it to ourselves not to put the things we want from life and things we want out of life on hold and just tell ourselves one day we'll do them because time passes and now is our time. And I do think, for me at least, that one of the reasons why I do this, i.e. one of the reasons I talk about things I want to do without actually doing them, is because sometimes I just don't know where to start. Or sometimes I do know where to start, but I'm overwhelmed with where to start. Or sometimes, and this is a big one, I want to reach the goal straight away. So I'm impatient. But then when I think about how many steps there are to get there, I'm like, oh my God, no, I'll do it tomorrow. So if we take, I don't know, the example of starting a YouTube channel, someone might really want to do it, but they have no idea what camera to buy what microphone to buy. They have no idea what part of the process comes first, or they might just be overwhelmed with the small steps of signing up to YouTube or learning how to edit. So because of all of that, they never take the first step and they just say, oh, I'll work it out next month. But that keeps going on. They keep delaying and the months just pile up. They're the kind of situations I'm talking about that we've all been in and we're probably all in right now. 
And obviously, we shouldn't judge ourselves for being in those situations because it's human. But I do think the more we can just get out there and do the things we want to do, the better. So a couple of things which I find really helpful to remember when I recognize that I'm in that pattern of thought, which is like, oh, one day, I'll do it one day, but it doesn't have to be today. Okay, number one, sometimes you just have to start. You have to start before you have the answers, before you've got the whole game plan, before you know exactly what you're doing. You have to to just start and learn as you go. And I feel like sometimes that first step is the scariest part of it all, but it's also kind of the most important because you don't have the other steps unless you start. So just accept you don't know what you're doing 1000% and be willing to try. And if you're struggling to find motivation to do that, to just start, or you're scared or whatever, ask yourself, how bad do I really want this? And I think that question can be so helpful in helping you realize whether you do actually want things. And then if you do want that thing, it can give you a bit of motivation. The other thing I want to say is that don't think you need to do everything all at once. So for me, I know sometimes the reason I delay starting is I want the end result, but I'm like, oh my goodness, there are so many steps. I don't know where to start. Let's just dream about it instead of doing it. But you know the saying, and pre-warning, I'm going to butcher the saying, but you know the saying which is along the lines of 100 days from now, you'll wish you started today. I try and think of that whenever I'm delaying starting. And I try and think about the fact that if I take small steps now towards something for the next however long amount of time, then over time that's going to compound into something meaningful. And one day I will just be so grateful that I decided to start now or whenever you're starting. So yeah, that's my other bit of advice. Try not to approach everything all in one go or it will be overwhelming and just be patient and trust the process. So maybe if what you want to get out there with more is dating, maybe the first step is just downloading the app because it can be kind of overwhelming to be like, where do I start in finding my perfect person? So maybe what you just need to do is download the dating app if that's the route you want to go down, or you need to write to that friend who offered to set you up with someone and you want to say, okay, I think I'm ready to go on that date. Basically, one small step at a time. You don't have to do it all at once. You just have to start somewhere. So with that, we're going to wrap this episode up up. I hope it has been helpful and I hope it has provided some motivation. I really enjoy recording it and you can probably hear in my voice that I am super passionate about it and I'm just such a big believer that life is for living, life is not for talking about living and it's not about just taking things off a bucket list or going through the motions of life experiences you think you quote unquote should have but life is about having the experience which make your heart full and not delaying those experiences for one day in the future, but doing something every day for you and going after your dreams and your goals and the things you want every single day, even if it's taking tiny steps because they're the ones that compound over time. So please let me know what came up for you when you were listening to this episode. What is the way in which you think you could put yourself out there a bit more? I would love to hear. I'd also love your questions 
for Would You Rather and also your answers to the questions I spoke about in the intro. So there's a lot we need to follow up on in this episode. So I do hope to be hearing from each and every single one of you. Joking, no pressure. But if you do want to hit me up, it's at Wonderfully Zoe on Instagram and TikTok. It's www.unfreezepod.com. I love you all so much. And I will probably speak to you next week from South Africa. No doubt, knowing me, there will be some catastrophic story from my journey, something I get wrong, something I'm late for. Hopefully it's not the flight, as that would be pretty bad. But yeah, there's guaranteed to be a random story next week about my trip to South Africa. So tune in for that. Hopefully it's not too bad. And as I've already said, I love you all, but I don't think people say that enough. So I love you all for the third time. Goodbye. <laughs>